Welcome to the Discipleship Now podcast, hosted by Dr. Matthew Turner, an author, ordained minister, and father of three. Dr. Turner has pastored, held multiple ministry leadership roles, and currently serves as the Mission USA Administrator of the Congregational Holiness Church. In each episode, we'll dive into different aspects of discipleship, sharing personal stories and experiences, as well as insights and teachings from the Bible. Our hope is that this podcast will serve as a source of encouragement and inspiration for all who listen, whether you're a seasoned Christian or just beginning your journey of faith. So grab a cup of coffee, sit back, and join Dr. Matthew Turner on this journey of discipleship. Welcome back to Discipleship Now as we dive into the second part of our short series, Lessons from a Donkey. Here in Mark chapter 11 is where we began last week, looking at the moments just prior to Jesus's entry into Jerusalem, something that we celebrate every year at Palm Sunday. This is an incredible place in scripture. Jesus grabs the attention of two of his disciples and tells them to go into the next village and you're gonna find a donkey and I want you to get that donkey and bring him to me. Welcome to Discipleship Now. I'm Dr. Matthew Turner, and I'm so grateful that you have decided to join with me once again in this series, Lessons from a Donkey. And so I want to read the scriptures again, and then we're going to dive right back into this great story and look at the lessons that we can learn from Jesus's attention being placed on this donkey just seven days before he would face the cross. Let's look at the scriptures again, Mark chapter 11, starting in verse number one. Now, when they drew near to Jerusalem to Bethpage and Bethany at the Mount of Olives, he sent two of his disciples and he said to them, go into the village opposite you. And as soon as you have entered it, you will find a colt tied on which no one has sat. Loose it and bring it. And if anyone says to you, why are you doing this? Say, the Lord has need of it and immediately he will send it here. So they went their way and found the colt tied by the door outside the street, and they loosed it. But some of those who stood there said to them, What are you doing, loosing the colt? And they spoke to him just as Jesus commanded, so they let him go. This is a wonderful story, and really one of those places where you kind of scratch your head and you wonder, Okay, Jesus, what are you doing? Why? is your attention on this donkey. And we talked a little bit about that last week where we noticed that Jesus, even though that he was facing death, he was facing the cross, and certainly he knew what that would mean, his mind was focused on this donkey, so much so that he got two of his disciples to go and get this donkey and bring it to him. And of course, this would be to fulfill scripture, that Jesus would come into Jerusalem riding on a donkey, or I should say the Messiah would come into Jerusalem riding on a donkey. But it's amazing to me that Jesus would have this donkey on his mind just seven days prior to his death. And we talked about last week how that it was encouraging because one of the lessons we can learn from that is that no matter what is going on, no matter all of the problems and issues of this world, no matter what's going on in our own lives where we're facing distractions and problems that seem insurmountable, no matter what is going on, God always has his mind 
fixed on you, stayed on his beloved creation, the ones that he loves, the ones that he gave his life for. There is nothing that could happen that would ever take God's mind off of you. And isn't that what Jesus said as he encouraged his people in Matthew 6 and 26? When we read this last week, where Jesus said, Look at the birds of the air, for they neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? You are so much more valuable than the beasts of the fields or the birds of the air. And if Jesus and the Lord takes care of them, then surely he would take care of you as well. There's a couple other things I want to draw your attention to out of these scriptures in Mark chapter 11. And we notice that Jesus had his mind on the disciple, on excuse me, on the on the donkey. He so much so that he got the disciples to go get the donkey. But I want you to notice that Jesus knew the exact condition and the exact state that this donkey was in. Let's look at the scripture one more time. Jesus told his disciples, go into the village opposite you, and as soon as you entered it, you will find a colt tied, at, and no one has ever sat on it. Loose it and bring it. This is so interesting to me that Jesus not only knew that there would be a donkey, but he knew the state and the condition of this donkey. Again, as I said last week, it's like Jesus, as he's speaking to his disciples, it's as if he could visually in his mind see have a clear vision of this donkey that is tied up next to a door uh, in the next village. It's like he's looking at this donkey, describing this donkey as he's looking at him to the disciples, but yet he's obviously not really looking at the disciples, or excuse me, the donkey. He's not looking at the, the donkey as he's describing it to the disciples, but yet Jesus knew exactly the condition and the state that this donkey was in. Now, I looked up some primary uses of a donkey, and this is what I found. Some of the most common uses of a donkey is recreational riding and also to carry heavy loads. And I really like that last thought that donkeys are used to carry heavy loads. And so we see in this donkey, as Jesus is describing the donkey to the disciples, that this colt is tied up and no one's ever sat on it. And so really what Jesus is saying is that this donkey that you're going to go get is not being used to its fullest potential. He's tied up so he may can take one step forward, but he has to take a step back. He may go to the left, but he has to turn around and go right back to the right because he's tied up. There's nothing that he can do. There's nowhere that he can go because he is absolutely tied up in this place and in the spot that he is in. And I think about that, and I think about where we are today. How often do we feel like that we are yeah, tied up in a place where we can't get out of? We maybe feel like that we're not being used to our fullest potential, that there's something that's hindering us from being able to be used the way that we feel like God wants to use us. And when I think about this donkey, I can't help, but I, in my mind, I have Eeyore off of Winnie the Pooh in my mind. This, this depressed, pessimistic, gloomy donkey that Jesus is mindful of and tells his disciples to go and get. I think that this donkey here in Scripture was probably 
ready to be set free and was ready to be used the way that God designed and intended for him to be used. And perhaps this is exactly how you feel today. You feel like that that you are in a place in your life where you are just going through the motions, that there's no real direction in your life. You don't feel like maybe you're going anywhere with your life. Perhaps you have been in a place before where you were being used and 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 you really felt like you had things together and, and God was used in a great way, but because of circumstances and situations, because of life and how it changes, you just don't feel that way anymore. And it seems as though as you're just stuck right where you are. Can I just encourage you as we look at this donkey in Mark chapter 11, is that Jesus has not forgotten about you, that he knows exactly where you are and the state in which you are in. He knows your emotions. He knows how you're feeling. He, he, he knows everything about you. God created you. And so he knows your personality. He knows your emotions. He knows the things that make you tick. He knows the things that makes you sad, makes you happy, makes you upset. He knows all of those things. And because he knows where you are, he also knows where to get you, to come and get you, just as he sent the disciples to come and get this donkey and eventually loose it, as we're going to talk about in a moment. Jesus also knows exactly where you are, and he is going to use you right in the time and the place in which he has to use you. He has a plan for your life, and you may feel like you're stuck in one place, or you may feel like that your life is not... uh, doing what you feel like it should do in this world. But can I just encourage you that Jesus knows exactly where you are and he, yes, is going to use you and you're going to make an impact in the kingdom of God just as Jesus taught us about this donkey, that this donkey, although it was tied and it was not going anywhere, he still had a purpose in the kingdom of God. And beloved, so do you. You have a purpose in the kingdom of God. Of God. And so Jesus knew the exact state and the condition of this donkey. But then Jesus also told his disciples, Now, when you find the donkey, I want you to loose the donkey. This is so encouraging, so, so amazing that Jesus would look at his disciples and say, I want you to not only find the donkey, but I want you to loose it. I want you to, to change its direction by untying this donkey and bringing it bringing it to me. I love how that Jesus tells the disciples to loose this donkey because it's so encouraging to me because I realize and am reminded that God has the power to change my situations. That it doesn't matter what my life looks like or where I'm at or the problems that I may be facing. That Jesus with a word, a command, just by speaking the word, Jesus can change my situations. So many times in scriptures, Jesus touched somebody and they were healed in some sort of way. And that's amazing. But there were also many times where Jesus just simply spoke the word and things happened. You remember in Mark chapter 2, there was a man that was paralyzed, and Jesus just simply spoke to the man, and he said, Arise and take up thy bed and walk. And the Bible says that immediately the man arose and walked. And then in Matthew chapter 12, there was a man with a withered hand, and all Jesus had to do 
was to tell him to stretch out his hand. And as the man was obedient and stretched out his hand, the Bible says that without touching him, Jesus healed this man's hand. And then, of course, blind Bartimaeus, as he cried out to Jesus and said, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. Jesus just simply called out to him and said, go your way, your faith has made you well. And so Jesus, time and time again, just simply spoke the word. I bring that out to just encourage you that Jesus's power is so mighty, so wonderful, so strong that all he has to do is simply speak the word and your situation can and will change. As we look here at this donkey and we see that Jesus told the disciples to loose this donkey and let this donkey go, so when Jesus speaks to you or speaks to uh, uh, your life, your body, your your circumstance, and tells that circumstance to go, to change, to be loose, it will have to obey the word of Jesus because Jesus is Lord. God has given Jesus the power of all heaven and all earth, and when he speaks the word, things have to change. And so I want to ask you the question today, what do you need to be loosed up today? Are you depressed? Are you worried? Do you, is your life filled with anxiety? Do you have issues and circumstances going on in your life that are just overwhelming you? Can I just t- encourage you to call out to the Lord? And as God speaks to you, things will change. God will answer you. He will, he will bless you. He'll help you. Give your life to the Lord. Turn your life around by calling on the name of Jesus, and he'll help you and move in your life. There's so much that we can learn from this donkey in Mark chapter 11. We learn that God knows exactly where we are. We learn that God understands the circumstances surrounding our lives. He knows the state that we're in. He knows how we're feeling. And we also learn that Jesus can change our situation. If we'll trust him, if we'll love him, if we'll call out to him, Jesus will change our situation. And if you're in need of the Lord today, All you have to do is call on his name. You may not even know what to pray, but you can say, Jesus. You can say, Jesus, I need you. Jesus, help me in this situation. And God understands exactly what you mean. He knows the intentions of your heart. He knows the depths of your heart's uh, cry. And he he knows what needs to be done in your life. You just simply need to call out to him. And I pray that as you call out to him, that the Lord will touch you and help you. And I believe he most certainly will because that is his word. He has the power to touch you and to help you. I'm so grateful that you have been along with this journey with me once again in this episode as we have looked at the second part of Lessons from a Donkey. And I hope that this this entire series has been a blessing to you. And I pray that you will continue to listen and tell somebody about these episodes that If you're encouraged by them, I believe they will also encourage someone else. So encourage someone to tune in and to listen to Discipleship Now. And I pray that you'll join me next week as we look at life, family, and ministry through the lens of biblical discipleship. And so I pray as we end today that the Lord will bless and keep you. Thank you for listening to the Discipleship Now podcast hosted by Dr. Matthew Turner. We hope this episode has encouraged and inspired you on your faith journey. Don't forget to subscribe and share with others who might benefit from these conversations. Until next time, keep seeking Jesus and growing in your discipleship journey.